good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you from the std in deckerville are we on the air define air i don't know is the red light on error like e-r-r-o-r thank you. or a-i that is beautiful all right, he's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. This is the PNA Podcast Express. Express. We're joined by Brian down there. Brian, welcome back. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. Of course, featuring JTK, John Crazier, our featured guest here tonight. With a C. With a C. We are at the old STD with a D. Lots of D. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's about all I've got. I did the intro. I don't know what to say now. Yep. I Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yep. yep. All right. Take care. <laughs> I did bring a lot of material tonight. Sorry, guys. If I can offer you one piece of advice, it's uh, never mind. Don't listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to So anyway. <laughs> there I was. I guess. So I went to, went to a wedding reception on Saturday. Oh, man. And uh, lo and behold, one of my good old friends and, of course, friend of the podcast, Jimmy Hacker, was there. Oh, boy. So I sat down chatting with him. Apparently, he's an, still an avid listener of the podcast, which I appreciate. But he had a wonderful idea. I want him, first of all, to be a guest on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Second of all, we got talking and organically came up with this. We got talking about the weekend at Bernie's. And I'm like, what about weekend at Bernie's too? And he's like, never seen it. I'm like, I haven't either. And I don't know how they would come about to get the body back. And he's like, you know what? When I come on, we're going to actually watch Weekend at Bernie's 2 and live stream it as we watch it. And that'll be the podcast. Yes, I like it. I thought that was a killer idea. I actually now have the technology to do that. So, so basically, the motif of everything is, of course, since Jimmy Hacker's, of course, an undertaker, we have to watch Weekend at Bernie's 2 and, and commentate on it. Because I want to know, how do they get Bernie back? You know, I like to refer to Jim as the worst farmer in the county. The worst. Yeah, nothing he plants grows, does no, it? No, never. Whoops. He does tie their shoelaces together, though, in case there's ever a zombie apocalypse, so they yes. can't, uh, they'll just trip and fall. He's Can told confirm. me that numerous times. Can confirm. So he's doing a service to fellow man there. Yeah, definitely definitely a horrible farmer, though. <laughs> horrible farmer. I don't think he's probably using the right kind of fertilizer. I never heard of formaldehyde being any sort of crop nutrient. Well, that's true. Yeah, there's probably a lot to that. So I have I have something that I, I, I'm all for that idea, by the way. Okay. Totally. I thought it was great. We were laughing our asses off. She was trying to have a serious conversation with one of her friends, and we're over there just laughing our asses off. Everybody's looking at us like we're crazy. Well, we are crazy. But Looking at you like you're you? Like we're us, yes. Yeah. Like that is so typical to them. I'm like, it's a wedding, not a funeral. And then Jimmy laughed at that. Well, it depends on who you ask. Because we actually sit and laugh at funerals, too. Usually yeah. Jimmy and I are sitting in the back cracking jokes at funerals. It's Damn pretty it, bad. It's one of our bad habits, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've actually, uh, yeah, I won't say. <laughs> okay, just say it. No, no, no. I can't. Oh, come yeah, on. I'll, I'll say off air. Off air. All right, so what do you have, Adam? It's, even, got- it's even too egregious for the podcast. Too egregious for the podcast? Nothing is too egregious for the podcast except... It, it is. Never mind. Yeah, it is. It so I'm cro- looking forward to Jimmy being on and watching Weekend at Bernie's. Too. Well, yeah. Is that the hotline? No. Oh. Well, bully me to think we'd actually have a caller and somebody that cares. What about the one of the guests, uh, perspective guests from last week that we were discussing? I don't. I didn't get on arranging that, but yeah, I'd like to have the Aussie on here, the Burpin Aussie. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I I didn't get him lined up. I know. Oh well. So speaking of perspective guests, Phil, you gotta tell about the the Karen. 
Oh yeah, that's on my notes. I will. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump the no, gun. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. That's definitely just, on there. I was thinking about. We that. are going to talk about the Karen that contacted the podcast. Absolutely. I found these results. Oh, thank you for that. The results of your yeah. test are in. Adam, you do not have AIDS. You are not yeah, excellent. That that's good to know. What the hell? Did you do, I get however, here? have three other STDs. STIs. Sorry. We're at the STD. Where he found out about his STIs at the STD. Can you get an STD at the STD? It's been known to happen. But say it wouldn't be the first or Wait last time. Wait a that minute. <laughs> uh, I don't want to know. I don't. I'd like to know how many how many babies were conceived in the back parking lot of this bar. It's been around. It's been at this location since 1952. There's had oh. to be a bunch of them. Could you imagine babies conceived in the what, parking, back parking lot of this place? What over under would you set on that? Oh, at this point, since 1952, like I'd say 75. Okay, I was gonna say about 100. Yeah, yeah, right. 75. I would say 75 babies have been conceived in the back parking lot here. Probably peaked in the late 80s, but after all the plants started going out of business and stuff. Well, yeah, then, you're right. Yeah, you're right. The thing that I'd want to know is how many of those babies that were conceived are growing up with the not. The people that aren't their parents because someone was cheating on their spouse and they just never bothered oh. to. Oh. Yeah. There's probably a lot of those, too. Like, hold on. Maybe we ought to consult the wall of weddings to see what's going on. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Like, so is that the wall of weddings or the wall of shame? Yeah, I don't. It's a, well, that's the wall of weddings. They used to, Marsha used to take them down if they got divorced, and she's got a stack of pictures in the back of all the ones that didn't last. So we should put them on the opposite wall and do the wall of shame. Yeah. Or I always thought that because it's weddings at the STD as well, weddings at the Silver Tavern. Sorry, and uh, so so we should do the opposite. The divorce ones put them on the opposite wall, and you know if you're up there, you get a free drink, just one though. I guess there's the, different ways to look. Is it wall of shame or is it like so, congratulations? But here's how we keep track of how you get your one drink for being on the wall of shame. You get a sharpie and you get to X out the person you divorced face. <laughs> they have been here since their divorce, right? See, that's an idea right there. That is a good an idea. Well, it used to be what Tinder is now. You want to know who's available, just go look at the wall of shame. Exactly. Swipe right. Oh, that, you know, case. that's actually a really good idea. And you know that it was a terrible ordeal if their face is X'd out with a Sharpie. And yeah. I mean, it's therapeutic. You get a drink, and you get to X out their face with a Sharpie. Fair enough. I think it works on a lot of different levels. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I mean, I'd probably put one of my wedding pictures up there and just X it out with a Sharpie. Oh, I definitely would. Yeah. Not, not yours, mine, I mean. Oh, what's that? Yeah. There you go. They got, and then that's the, the proof you got your free drink for it. Right. I like it. Good thing the owner's sitting down here. He should get on that. <laughs> Perfect. What are you doing over there, Adam, producer? Uh, I, I'm actually fixing something. Look, yeah. my life can't and be fixed, okay? Yeah. I know I know you try really hard, but... So also at said wedding, we were sitting there, and there was this young couple. I assume they're a couple. And a uh, beautiful, beautiful what young woman. What are doing? And uh, apparently her boyfriend thought it would be a good idea to, like, slam her face down in her cupcake. What the... F so she got frosting all over her face, and she was pissed. And there was a spike in the middle of it. She was pissed. Anyway, they were on the outs pretty much the whole night. But I was sitting there talking to Jimmy Hacker about it, and he's like... Oh boy, he's like women like that. Remember when we were young and it was like that? I'm like, I know. He's like, you didn't. When you're young like that and look like that, you don't even have to try hard in the sack. And I just laughed my ass off at that. Like, you don't even have to put any effort for it. You're just young and good looking. <laughs> don't even have to try in the sack. Oh, that's all fun. <laughs> 
I thought that was an excellent point. What an astute Probably. observation. Yeah. Sometimes Jim has those. Not often. <laughs> Don't even but. try in the sack. I'm like, God damn it, that's funny. All right, so I have something right. that I would like to uh, would like to discuss. So we have discussed Cardi B's puppy drowning. Wap, wet ass puppies. Yes. Her, her puppy drowning policy. And I believe... I was just thinking about this today. I believe I know where that stems from. Okay. So I did not know... I mean, I'm not a big Beatles fan. Like right? the band The Beatles or yeah. The Bug? I'm okay. not a big, not a big Beatles fan. Yeah, I was about to say, what about the car? Yeah. I mean, that's very polarizing. So what, German so, what, so what came first, the car or the band? The car. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. The, car? Okay. the car started right. in the 40s. Oh. Established and, uh, by Mr. Adolf Hitler himself. It's true. He used to autograph every single one of yep. them. So I did not know that. Th- this, you, will, you will probably change your opinion if, if you have a high opinion of the Beatles. I, I mean, I kind of liked them. Yeah, you won't after this. And this completely answers where Cardi B got her dog abuse privileges from. Privileges? Yes, where, where she feels that she is privileged to do that. So just give this a listen. She's above the law. This is a, a very, this is a, a Beatles song that is not very well known. They tried to squash it. And two interviews afterwards, like the, it's a snippet of the song and then two interviews afterwards. Just give this a listen. Did you actually do some pre-production work? Well, I, I, I got dare you. I got shown this today. Okay, well, look, let it and shine. I thought I have to share because people have got to know. So yeah, just give this a listen. It's okay to leave your dog in a hard car. It's okay to leave your dog in a hard car. Nothing bad could possibly happen if you leave a dog in a hard car. I've heard this before. I have not. Yeah. It's on, it's on one of my rare uh, Beatles records I have. John, do you mind telling me about the song It's Okay to Leave Your Dog in a Hot Car? Uh, I don't quite remember that one very well. But you know, it was the 60s. We didn't know any better. Uh, I think George actually wrote that one. Uh, it was old John's idea, yeah. <laughs> Blame it on George. Exactly what he was talking about, you know. Is it going to come back around to Ringo? Dogs. When Probably. he wasn't ruthlessly stomping them on the streets, he would cook them up in a stew and eat them. I can't really say I blame him, though. Little bastards. <laughs> so yeah So you think Cardi B's just a huge Beatles fan I think that this is a throwback to the Beatles with So Cardi, Cardi B's going to buy the whole Beatles catalog at some point Including it's okay to leave your dog in a hot car Probably Because I mean she wrote She wrote WAP about it Wet ass puppies So yeah. about drowning puppies Yep Wait a minute Wait a minute, wait a minute. So Is this song from the Beatles the precursor to the dead puppy song Yes Yes, yes. Okay Yeah this is exactly why she wrote wet-ass puppies. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would imagine your dog would sweat before it died in a hot car. Well, dogs really can't sweat, but they would be wanting to. They would froth. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes, they would. And it would really ruin the upholstery of the vehicle for probably more reasons than that, I believe. They would lose all bodily fluid control <sighs> as they passed. That's why, I mean, that's what Cardi B does, though. She just throws dogs in people's vehicles she doesn't like on hot days. She also causes live dogs to lose their bodily fluid control. Just plays her music. Yeah. It's just the tone of it. It's the brown note for them. Yep. As in, I lose my shit. I I think this might have been more socially acceptable to leave dogs in vehicles back in the day because a lot of vehicles had vinyl seats. Right. you just don't run into that these days. You don't. They're easy to clean. Right. And... 
back then you didn't have global warming because right. Al, Al Gore wasn't telling people. Right. About so in the it. middle of summer, back in the fifties and sixties, in the middle of summer, it'd get up to like, I mean, little do people know, both were they shorter in stature because the average height was like five five for males, but it only got to up to like seventy two degrees was the average daytime well, high. Dude, it was called so the, the sixties for a reason. Yes. Wasn't the era? It was the temperature. Right. It was always just sixties. Yeah. Oh, what's it out today? Oh, it's the 60s. It's the 60s, man. Yeah, man. Like, that makes sense. Yeah, man. You know, the 60s. <laughs> and back then, it was just being a good neighbor to leave a puppy in your friend's car. Right. In the middle of the summer. As right. A, as an offering, as a peace offering. Yeah. And sometimes, if you were really close, you could leave a bass. <laughs> right? That was always my favorite. Leaving a bass in a car? Yeah. Of course, I, we, we did that in the 80s. Well, they did that. It the, was hotter then. They left a turd in Lance's car in the 90s. Nice. Yeah, somebody actually wrapped up a turd in paper towel and put it under the dash of his car. Well, at least they had the decency to do that. Well, and it was funny because Lance was so upset, and I knew who did it, and I didn't, and I didn't condone it, but I wasn't going to stop it because, I mean, I'd get bullied <laughs> relentlessly. So... <laughs> So anyway, I remember he comes speeding up to the gas station, and the first thing, he, uh, Lance, uh, you must know, Lance is only about five foot one, five. Well, I was going to say he couldn't see it under there. No, she should have been able to see it. And the first thing, who put the shit in my car? And I'm like, he said it in his Lance voice, who put the shit in my car? And he was all, the veins were like popping on his forehead and everything. I'm like, Lance, I didn't put the shit in your car. Damn. He's like, do you know who put the shit in my car? I'm like, no, I did. What an ass. Should I have told him who put the shit in his car? Maybe. He found out eventually. I thought we'd be more than 14 minutes into this, but, but I was done so, with this. So that same night the shenanigans had That's happened. So that same night that the shit got put in his car, so one of the guys actually took a dump in a piece of paper towel and wrapped it up, you know, Yule log style and jammed it under his dash of his car. And... Uh, that night, somebody actually pissed in a beer bottle too. Oh! And one of the lady, one of the young women, did not think it was possibly pissed. She's like, "No way!" She took a drink of it, spit it out all over everything. Something tells me she was into that, anyways. You know, postscript. Yeah, I've heard she is. She likes the waterworks. I, I mean, come on, think about it. If you're pissing into a bottle, I don't care when it is. There's going to be some temperature. In relation to the container, right? But first of all, if so. somebody tells you they pissed in a beer bottle, and you, it's not like there's not other beers there. There's plenty of other beers there that are sealed up, and you decide you have to try it because you don't believe them. That's a great school system right there you attended. Sandusky? No, it was Deckerville. Oh, okay. oh there you go. <laughs> she literally took a big rip of it and then just spit it out. You would think you would at least smell it. The sad part was, is I and thought, then, I and thought then, she was quite attractive, and after that, I never ever had any thoughts of ever making out with her ever. So you would I think mean, that why she would you? She would have smelled it right? and then checked the bottle to see if it was some, some kind of what an asparagus, so, asparagus brew. Fun note, postscript: She's actually the one that was wearing the very tight miniskirt that happened with the incident in the corner of the principal's office with me. Uh oh. <laughs> if I tie that all back in a callback. Nice. Yeah. If you knew Morris Code, you know it's a story by now. <laughs> right? That's the story Junior can't believe. He still gives me shit about that. He's like, I know your, your ex-principal, too. I feel like telling him one of these days. I'm like, tell him. He's not going to be surprised. No. 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 He'll say, I knew it. Like, ah, Phil, I knew that. <laughs> nah, I knew that. He left, he left the jellyfish in my office. I could smell it. <laughs> I could smell it. <laughs> 
Bat. I can smell it. <laughs> Still stuck up there in my nose. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd never checked to see how long it stayed there. I assume somebody cleaned it up at some point. That's an awful bold assumption. <laughs> it really is. It might still be in the corner of the office. It might have taken on a life of its own. The, this wall behind me is afraid that I got a half gallon of chocolate milk sitting there. I still see some spots. <laughs> Thanks, Lindley. Oh, we saw Lindley Saturday, too. We did. Oh, shout out to the Carsonville Lions Club, by the way. Like, that food was phenomenal. Oh, that so was that leads so me to my next point. I had Saturday. Did, it, did we did we share notes today? I wanna I wanna call I wanna call I wanna talk about what I call a banner food day for Phil. This is a banner food day. We went out to the Lions Club event and they had uh, Chris was uh, was smoking meats and um, doing the food truck, and he had of course brats, which were from Christie Farms, which are awesome. They were good. He had uh, brisket, and he also had pulled pork. Well, I got to sample all three of them and ate. A bunch of all three of them, because I'm fat, and it's good. I had the meat sweats so damn bad. So that's already a banner food day. But get this, then we go then we go to a wedding reception, and I get pulled pork again and prime rib. Ooh. So I had I had those four delectable, wonderful meats all in one day. So it was a prime rib like carved off the... Was, oh. it, car- was it carved off? Yep, carved right in oh, front of us. Oh, so yep, yeah. yep. Stop. Nice. And I got a big old chunk of garlic in mine. It was you all weird. turn around. I'm going to look excited over here. He's a, <laughs> you need to go to the principal's office. <laughs> See, I had, a banner, oh, sorry. <laughs> I had a banner food day on Saturday. Probably one of the greatest food days I've had in my life. I mean, that's right up there with Brazilian uh, barbecue in Tokyo when it was all you could eat. It was like all you could eat Brazilian barbecue and beer included, too. Hmm. I was just going to say, I had yep. to think about that one for a minute. Brazilian barbecue in Tokyo. It was okay. in Tokyo. What can I say? You had to go to Tokyo to get Brazilian barbecue. I'm fucking big in Japan, man. I understand that, but, like, couldn't you just go to Brazil? Man. Why haven't we not charted in Japan? I don't know. Well, we should after tonight. Well, we need to talk about something controversial. So we walked in. It was a Saturday night in Tokyo. <laughs> and we walked in to the Brazilian barbecue and they just looked at me in fear because it's all you can eat. Oh, God, zero. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm by far the biggest, largest man in this establishment. Everybody run. Yeah. So, but then they say tonight they have the special where you pay one price and it's not only all you can eat food, but all you can drink booze and beer too. Sake it to me, baby. So, but the thing was, it was only like, it was only like $35 more American because it was like to get the Brazilian barbecue was like 80 bucks American. It was like 35 or 40 bucks more American to get all you can drink, too. So, of course, we're going to do that. Well, yeah. Especially so, so after, not to. after feeling, you know, eating nearly my weight in, in delicious meats of various kinds that are carved right in front of you and lots and lots of beer, we went out and did karaoke. <laughs> and let me tell you what. You will not experience any larger joy in life than a Saturday night in Tokyo Prowl in the streets. A lot of these bars are in basements, and all you hear is terrible renditions of uh, Cranberry Zombie and Elvis songs sung with Japanese accents spewing out of these bars. It's beautiful. Oh man, that does sound nice. It was it was amazing. It was truly amazing. And then and then we wanted to get. There's a guy, one of those rickshaw cabs, and then he just took one look at me and kept pedaling because we were trying to fly him by. <laughs> Pedaled faster. Yeah, he did. He's like, I'm not gonna take this fare. Fuck no. So, <laughs> do you think if we talk about how, if we recommend to our Japanese fans 
that before they see Oppenheimer, they watch the prequel, which is Pearl Harbor. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I'd say so, yeah. I think so. 80 years later, it's still a sore spot for some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. Especially when the bombs are dropped. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. oh, get over it. You don't. You didn't even know any of those shadows on that wall. <laughs> well, it's a precursor, I feel like. So the story had already been told because there's also that outline of that kamikaze pilot that went into the side of that, that boat and the boat didn't sink. Remember, there's just a char mark where you can see the whole yeah. plane outline. That's a precursor to the A-bomb, I feel like. Well, yeah. This is what it's you're going to foreshadowing. Look like. This is a foreshadowing right there. Yeah. That's what I say. That's why I recommend before you watch Oppenheimer, watch the prequel. Not the one with, with Ben Affleck, though, right? That one's on all was, the time. That's the he, only one. Was he in Pearl Harbor? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember. I, it's See, been a while since I've watched it. Wasn't there a John Belushi version? Wait, how, how was he in a movie? I think there was. How was he in a movie without uh, Matt Damon? Or Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're right. I don't think it was him. I'm not. I'm not a huge Ben Affleck fan. Really Who not. is? No one is. Okay, that's fair. All right. That's the point. No one is. Okay. The only thing he's done that's worth a shit is Mallrats. Wasn't so, Alec Baldwin no, in that no, movie no. too? Yeah, he was. Alec Baldwin was in that movie. Have you ever seen the movie Dogma? I do love Dogma. He was. I good do in love Dogma. Dogma. That is one of the him greatest. Him and Matt Damon as the fallen angels were amazing. In Dogma. Yeah. I was still a little pissed he killed Matt Damon. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Well, and a lot of Thanks. people were pissed that God was Alanis Morissette, but what can we say? Well, yeah. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> don't you think? How bizarre. I, I don't suppose... <laughs> no, he was not in that movie. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think that we should worry about the spoilers in Dogma because I think everybody knows how uh, Pearl Harbor and Oppenheimer... Are. That's why I never watched the movie Titanic. I know how it ends. Yeah. Like, what? Spoiler alert. Oh, look, then all these years later, look, they, just, they, go, they go and try and find it. Plus, and look plus what happens. Rose, what a bitch. They should have filled plenty the goddamn room. sequels, what they should have done. Right. Yeah. There was plenty of room for Jack on that fucking door. Hell yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. I think I literally just said that last night when we were swimming. Like, no, Rose, don't push her off this freaking, off this raft. God damn it. Reach for me as I sink. Yeah. Oh, you tried so hard, you bitch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What a whore. <laughs> yeah, you think? And then she acts all broken up about it. He was the love of my life. Yeah, well, you try so hard to save him. I just watched him go, and then I went and found another stiff dick. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of them frozen out there. In the same spot. Ah, boy. Mike popsicles. Yeah. I like to think he was eaten by fish before he hit the bottom. <laughs> They're like little buoys out there. Eaten by a fish. Do dead bodies sink or do they float? Dead bodies float. Well, see, I don't like this movie already. Frozen ones probably sink. You think? No. I don't know if they float in the ocean, to be honest with you. I don't think they do. Because of the salt water? Correct. Oh, I didn't think about that. You didn't think they about the salt. They don't float in Lake Superior because of the temperature. I'm insulted that. by that. Well, the ocean where there's icebergs is pretty cold, too. Is it cold? See, and this is. is the thing that... Wait, wait. I I think that's what killed Jack. So if you want... So there's there's a few different trivia questions that'll, that'll stump most people. <clears throat> and if you ask people in rough vicinity, where did the Titanic sink? They they have no idea. Wasn't it like... Just off the coast of Canada. 
Yeah, it's not I was far. Saying, it, yeah, they, far. They, they were not very far away from no. making it. No, they needed like another day ish, day yeah. and a half to make it. Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, they. Uh, if they'd have been headed more, if they'd have been landed or going to port in the U.S., they'd have probably made it. Probably, fucking Canada. Yeah, yeah, fuck Canada. See, see, even after well, all these years later, with their gotta, fucking hockey sticks and their Tim Hortons, you got to go thirty percent farther. Due to the exchange rate, their loonies and their toonies, exactly. Yeah. Well, see if they were if they were coming to the United States, they would have been using miles per hour instead of kilometers per hour. Exactly. They had, what was that Titanic headed for New York, or is that fictional? I don't know. I don't know either. I it, it was. It doesn't, it doesn't really yeah, matter. But, but, but according to the great Gordon Lightfoot, to say to survive any sort of nautical disaster, you just got to put fifteen more miles behind you. That's it. That is true. I, I could not have said that better. What is that in kilometers, though? Who cares? Shit. Right? Dude, well, we do let's see. Point, point six two. Uh, let me think about that for a minute. I, and I give up. <laughs> no, do not ask me to do math. Not this time of night. For fuck's sakes. Math. Oh, math? Math. Oh, math. Oh, math. Oh, math. Oh, math. Oh, oh. Dude, nobody is asking you to do math. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> Dude, Matt straight up sucks. Get your head out of the gutter. Uh, anyway, so Banner Food Day. Fuck the Titanic. We know where, why Cardi B drowns puppies. We should have played Cornhole that day. We probably could have won. We should have. Dude, I should have played and then been like, you just lost to a half cripple. Half cripple. Because, I mean, watching those guys throw, I don't throw bad Cornhole. Just He's throwing says, cornhole over there. Just don't right sounds, back. Yeah, that sounds pretty Just awful. don't search on a certain website. I'm drinking beer. You want some? How about now? Emotional damage. Emotional damage. I haven't heard that one in a while. I haven't heard that drop in a long time. I was thinking about, are we talking about the Detroit Lions? Do we want to talk about it? Is it worth talking about? I mean, I mean, okay. It was Adam, Adam, at first, Adam at first saying experience this. I didn't watch the game that night. So what was everybody all up in arms about with the weather lady and the oh, tornado she warning? Was, yeah, we want to talk about that. We need to comment okay. on that. All right. Is this so, a good segue? Yes. Fuck it. So Lions game, I mean, the Lions pretty much started their third string quarterback. So, I mean, as far as like from a sports perspective, you know, I know there's people that are like, oh, they came back. They showed grit. No, they showed that their third string could beat the other third string. End of story. So their third string sucks a little less than their third string. I mean, when our when our backup that we just signed is on the sidelines and playing close, it's not a real exciting game. Okay, so that first and foremost, that that sums up that whole portion of it. The annoying part was trying to have the game on in the background, just kind of watch, you know, a little bit, not not really pay attention, kind of half on my phone, and uh, you know there was some severe weather that came through the Flint area. And so there was can't confirm. There was two two feeds. The Flint feed just had the weather on it. They they got right off the game. And and rightly now so. Now breaking news: the weather is being the weather. Rightly so. They they had uh, they had some tornadoes. Well, they really didn't have tornadoes. Take shelter. Them. But they did in Perry. There was a confirmed tornado there. Oh, Perry. So what the dog doing? Steve Perry. What is the dog doing? Steve Perry. So they. Uh, on Channel 7, or well, not Channel 7, it was Fox Detroit, Fox 2, So yeah. that was airing the game. They had a lady on there who just would not stop talking 
and kept saying every she'd go through like every township in a county and go if you're in this township you better get to your safe space now you don't have a tornado but we're seeing some rotation on the radar so there's there's potential for one. It was the you same thing every 10 somebody seconds. Somebody should have called the TV station and be like, actually watching the Lions game is my safe space, so stop intruding, bitch. Well, I, I did have a friend <laughs> on Facebook that uh, that said my safe space is actually being able to hear the commentary in this stupid game. Right, in this stupid Why do they charge money for preseason tickets to football games? Because they can get it. And it sucks. Why would it? I, I refuse. I've been, oh, I I've gone to I've gone to two preseason games, but I did not pay a cent for those tickets, nor would I ever. Why would anybody want to? I don't know. I mean, wasn't that place like pretty full, too? Like, oh, I right, it was like 70% out. full. It, I heard it was sold out. Now, I, I don't think everybody Showed went up. that had tickets, but well, to it be, was. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Season ticket holders get uh, tickets to all the preseason games, too. Right. And a lot of them aren't going to show up, because why the fuck would you want to show up? Why show up and drink expensive beer? Exactly. Right. So that you, fo- that you have to pay for with Football is definitely one of those games that I appreciate live, but it's better on the television. It is. Yep. But I would, and However, the, the sports that aren't are hockey and baseball are better live, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now, baseball, I would rather listen to it on the radio than to and watch TV. Same. Than watch it. Same. R.I.P. Jim. R.I.P. Yeah, Jim Price. Yeah. It's a huge loss. Yeah, I, he wasn't going to be long for this world. I mean, he's been battling cancer for se- a while. Several years ago, he, you know, he actually talked about on the air how he had to eat salt. Yeah. And he's like, you know, people have accused me of eating on the air, but I have to intake salt constantly. Right. And I, you know, I don't know what condition caused that for Plus him. Plus, he's I, a legend. Why yeah. would anybody criticize that? He'll, he can know. eat all he fucking wants on the air. Yeah. He's a broadcasting legend, Dan Dickerson's right-hand man, plus a member of the 1968 World Series champion Detroit Tigers. Leave the man alone. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, Jim Price, rest in peace. You're definitely missed. One of the good guys in broadcasting. Hell yeah. I mean, if he had to eat salt and he was on the radio, why not just stick a salt block in the booth and let him look at it? Why not just make his microphone have a a little salt lick on the side? Yeah. I do that on mine. Yours is filled with liquor. Mine's beer, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we, we, soaked this, uh, we soaked the wind, uh, the wind sock and, and uh, beer for mine. So, I, so once in a while you hear... So I will say about, you know, as far as the preseason game is concerned, the real winners were the people that showed up that night because they had to listen to all these weather alerts. So they got something right. Well, the lady was just so annoying. Get to your safe space. Can I let you guys in on a little bit? I didn't watch or listen to any of it. I didn't either, to be honest with you. No, oh, see, I, I was did just see it on there. Facebook. I did the same old Lions at halftime because they were li- losing. I'm like, it's a fucking preseason it, right, game. Right. Remember oh, the hey, yeah. Just remember this, folks. The year the Lions went 0-16, they went 4-0 in the preseason. So they literally had a quarterback in at one point that they were yeah. talking about. That they're like, now he's fighting for a spot on the practice squad. And I'm thinking, why are they even airing this on TV? I mean, I'm going to watch it because it's football. Right, but it was it was just weird. Yeah, did you bring that salt over for a reason? I was just gonna say, just because we're talking about salt doesn't mean we want any. I think she ordered some food. So here's a Jim Price quiz for you. Jim Price quiz. What would he call a massive curveball? Uh, what did Jim Price call a massive curveball? One with a lot of movement. I don't remember this one. If you say it, I'll remember it. You will. Anybody? Uh. 
Yellow Hammer. The Yellow Hammer. Oh. Yeah. Through the Yellow Hammer. I know you could talk about the Buggy Whip, too. Oh, yeah. Put the get, Buggy Whip on that one. The Yellow Hammer was for pitchers. The Buggy Whip was for hitters. So, really, for me, I mean, Jim Price and Dan Dickerson are 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 one a one one a and one b behind Ernie Har- Ernie Harwell mm-hmm. yeah. for broadcasters yeah. for the Tigers. Yeah, George Kell, George Kell, right LK there. Line. LK Line, LK yeah, Line I mean, used to be great. The, the Tigers have had some great, great broadcasts. And I'm not bagging on the guy because I understand he has Parkinson's, but Gibby kind of sucks. Gibby, Gibby does suck. His before. knowledge of the game is amazing. But he's just not a good announcer. Yeah. So I had a memory come up in my uh, in my feed from like six years ago. So like before right. the Parkinson's really hit him. Yeah. And the comment that I made was the Tigers come back from three runs down and end it with a walk off home run and Gibby sounds bored. Way to go, Gibby. <laughs> and I mean that's just the truth. I mean he it didn't it didn't he, phase he was him. Bored. But the man scored a lot of touchdowns, hit a lot of big home runs. So I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. This is nice. It is. You can hear it over the microphone. What is going yeah. on over there? He, is he enjoying the uh, soft uh, oils that you put in? Your I beer? think so. Yeah, a little too much. Your probably. hand probably smells like lavender now. Luxurious. Let it wash over your body. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Dang. So yeah, Gibby. Love him to death. Love him as a person, as an athlete. He seems like an all-around great guy. Just not a great uh, broadcaster. I've actually heard a couple stories from people who met him that he he can be a real dick. He has been. I have also heard that. Gibby loves waffles. So, Steve Kemp, who just turned 80, Tigers great Steve Kemp, also played for the Red Sox. He just turned 80 years old. And kind of, I, I have a Steve Kemp story. When I was like, six seven years old we were at tiger stadium and my dad had just bought me one of those like plastic batting helmets you know and uh because that's how we rolled not one of the small ones with ice cream in it no those were the best i know right no although although every fucking time i'd go my cousins would get like the the yankees one would get the tigers i'd get the fucking seattle mariners me too that are the goddamn brewers right you're like oh, i don't the, want the fucking brewers you when you try i actually what had that whole cincinnati reds i had that whole collection at one at one time and i probably had a stack of 20 brewers helmets right it's like geez old pizza and that was it was hard to get the whole collection that was with my brother working there and stealing them for me that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's beautiful so, so I noticed this along. For some reason, when my son was younger, I got into the, the, the Legos. They do the series of the minifigures, the Lego figures. Yeah. They always had one in every series that was, like, hard to get. It always pissed me off. Cause, but you'd, you'd have, like, 30 of one of them. Another one you'd have 20 of. And then you'd have, like, five or six of a, a bunch of them. And then, this, and then you'd be lucky to get this one rare one. You know what I mean? There's, like, the throwaway one every single set, like... Man well, standing yeah. with tablet on corner, saying Jesus saves, you know. Yeah, they put like fifty of those in there. So, my uh, my my dad had just bought me this batting helmet, right? And we were sitting there trying to adjust it, couldn't get it to adjust. Close. Well, you almost lost the soundboard, if everybody. They, yeah, if they if that would have hit my shit, somebody would have been paying me five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. 
flying cards. But yeah, anyway, I'm, I might be I might be have a bad attitude with their stupidity tonight. Alcohol's a factor. Alcohol not maybe a me. factor. Those nuggets. Not, not for my stupidity. So, JTK's nuggets look good too earlier. They were delicious. But I wasn't going to fondle his nuggets. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> it's probably better if you find. Never mind. Jesus. Anyway. Ha! What? Fondle your curds? No. Final <laughs> silent nuggets. She's one to order them. They're wonderful. I bet they were. <laughs> She's got some good nuggets. Phil, you got this like look in your eye. You're like, let's get it on. <laughs> I might be turned on right now. I can I can see that. <laughs> this happens on the podcast from time to time. Yeah, especially when you touch my thigh. Right? Chicky nuggies. I'm like boing. So we're sitting there trying to adjust this helmet. Right? Oh yeah, back to the helmet. Oh, sorry about that. And uh, this guy just comes walking up, you know, plain clothes. Comes walking up, and I mean, we're there way early. We're watching batting practice and everything. And uh, my, I, I don't know who he is, but my dad's like, you know, the guy just comes up and goes, "Hey, you need some help with that?" My dad's like, "Oh, wow, hey, yeah, great, thanks." And I'm thinking he knows him. I'm like, "Oh, is this somebody he works with? What the hell?" And it was actually Steve Kemp, and uh, he got done and he signed a bunch of stuff for us. That's awesome. And, uh, just nicest guy in the world. Just walking the. You know, he said he just, he goes, I just walk around before games. I walk around up here. Could you imagine, like, if you're a former player and, like, a legend? You do. You get carte blanche to do whatever you want. Yeah. Walk around, do whatever. So, you know, he just turned 80, and I, I, it kind of reminds awesome. me of that story. I've even seen former, like, legendary player, players, like, running cameras and stuff like that just because they can. Like, who's going to say no? Right. Hey, want to be an analyst? Here you go. I'm not going to tell you no. Right. Yeah. I so... Mean- Speaking of legends, I was watching an episode of uh, the It's Always Sunny podcast. Oh. And it, it was a, uh, it was, a, so if you haven't, after you listen to ours, you should go watch that or listen to it. I'll allow it. That is one I will allow. After. After. So Danny DeVito, they were having him on the podcast and they gave him an address and he botched it. And he ended up at just some people's house, right? So he randomly stopped at someone's house? So he house? randomly stopped at someone's house and went up and knocked on their door. And, of course, they're big fans. Right. And this was right around Christmas time. So he, like, took a bunch of pictures with them because he was late to get into the podcast. And, and he's like, sorry, you know, I ran into these people. They were really nice. They were really shocked to see me. And I was really shocked to see them because I thought I was going to knock and see you guys. So I just stayed for a little while. <laughs> I thought that is the most Danny DeVito thing ever. That's classic Danny DeVito. So, wonder if he bought sandwiches with him. Oh, uh, probably. So, what I love most about it, and they, rum they ham. actually, they, rum ham, rum ham. Um, they they tried to make, and the Frank Reynolds character is the polar opposite of how Danny DeVito is in real life. Like he's one of the most considerate, thoughtful people. Yeah, and, but on, on the show, he's just a fucking <laughs> self-centered dick. Well, and he he talked about like. From his perspective and everything, you know, getting on the show, and uh, the guys were talking about from their side. They they didn't want a big celebrity, but the studio wasn't going to renew it after the first season right. unless they brought someone big in. And uh, one of their producers got a hold of him and said, "Hey, would you consider doing this?" Because he had sent him over a script and, a, and like eight episodes worth, and he's like, "Oh, that show is great. You know, I, lo- I love it. Don't change anything." And 
he's like, well, would you consider being on it? And he goes, it took me all about 30 seconds to be like, yeah, I'd be on it. And now it's legendary. It's just, yeah. And he goes, they sent me over. He goes, like two days later, they sent me over a part of a script that they had written for me. And I was like, oh, that's going to be really good. <laughs> it, it, it has been, man. <laughs> he, You know, the first season is good. But the added element of Frank Reynolds and Danny DeVito on there, just amazing. Like, some of the funniest oh, yeah. moments in the show. Yeah. Dude, the I'll never forget when uh, his wife, Roxy, dies. <laughs> that is probably... Don't we have that drop? You were good shit. I, you serviced my heart I don't as know. well I as my I told Mary crank. the other day, I, I, I got to get that drop. Right. I think um, you already have it. I think we've already discussed it. No, I, I haven't gotten it yet. Roxy, you were good shit. <laughs> she dies of a heart attack after he proposes. Uh, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Falls over. I think she's dead. I got to see if I can find it. Oh, you'll find it. it. Oh, my. <sighs> How are the nuggies? They're good nugs. Okay, I, I got it here. The, this is one of the best best things that it's always sunny ever. Frank, you ready? Yeah. Okay, Roxy, Frank, let's say a few words. What the dog doing? Roxy, Frank, you are good shit. And I want to make this legit. I, I'm still going to pay you. I'm still going to pay you. I want you to stop banging other guys. What do you say? Want to be my wife or what? Oh, shit. Shit. Holy shit. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh. Whoops. Christ. No, it's okay. She does this from time to time. She's had an excessive amount to drink, so. Okay. Well, Roxy, get up. Yeah. Come on. Roxy. Roxy. Big day for Frank here. Mm -hmm. Roxy. You don't have a ton of time, Roxy. Get up. The bitch is dead. Make it nice. Let's this make is, it this is the best part. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get her out of here. Nice. Eulogy? Yeah. Roxy, God bless you. You were a good whore. You serviced me like no other whore ever did. Not only my crank, but my heart. And I'm going to miss you. Amen. I love that. Not only my crank, but my heart. <laughs> you were a good whore. He just likes banging whores. That's what Frank always says. I like banging whores. Oh, that, who? that, that ranks up there with Walter Sobchak's eulogy for Donnie on the cliff. In the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, man. Why does everything always have to come back to Vietnam? My brothers not die face down in the mud in Vietnam. For you to bitch about this. Oh boy. When the fuck did we get ice cream? Mm. <laughs> when the fuck did we get ice cream? I ain't got no ice cream. I don't know, but now I want ice cream. Right. Damn it. Every time we hear that drop. Well, we got chocolate milk. We could make ice cream. We could. We could. We just need some salt and to shake it around in that ice a little bit. Oh, well, we got salt. Beautiful. If we if we could only get ice in this joint. Oh, I don't think we can get that. I don't think they have any ice around here. Are you done? Oh, boy. What is that dinging? 
Anyway, we know. Nope, never mind. It's a drop. Drop it like it's hot. I was looking for something else, but I found the ding. The ding? Yeah. The ding. Hey, if this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna Cook, take my Cookie loves that drop. Table. It's a good drop. Hall of Famer, sorry, Hall of Famer. Cookie loves yeah, that right. drop. Yeah. So how's the soundboard doing after last week? I mean, you mean you were just giving her a workout? Oh, it's fine. It's sturdy. I don't remember last week. Oh, episode four hundred. There was a lot of. We we have that stuff too. We haven't heard Junior. Mm. Which we'll call Junior. One of the uh, episodes this week. Because we have something we need to discuss with him. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Something to discuss? Yeah, something to stem from Saturday. Uh-oh. Did I miss something? Or am no, 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 no. I... Well, you were complaining about how he sounded like that weather lady. I bother than that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. We were big winners, though. That's what we need that's, to That's discuss. what we're discussing. Yeah. Got nailed on a date and what we're doing. 500th episode. And no, yes. no, Phil, you cannot take your iPad, just Jurgens. Ah, That's what she wanted. Yeah, my daughter didn't <laughs> like that comment. I was hoping she didn't realize what that was, but I think she did. I was like, oh, no, uh, no, did. no. Way to, way to rip her of her innocence. Earmuffs. Okay. <laughs> she hears worse at her you know, middle school. Honestly, honestly, you could have said 100 useful things to a kid that age, and it would have went right by him. But you say one thing Negative. about her dad and her and his Jurgens and his, and his, his iPad. Yeah, and, uh, oh, and boy, she's gonna catch that in a heart. Right, of yeah. course, Dad. Right, <laughs> it was bad. It's okay. Yeah, she'll survive. But yeah, we need to discuss that with Junior and talk about how. He ran the cornhole tournament and all that and all that joy. It, it, I mean, it looked like a solid cornhole tournament. Anybody have any other gear grinds before we get out of here? Are we at that time? Yeah, we, got are. we are. We're at about solid 50 It minutes, never ceases to amaze me the people that wait till the last second to get over, like, when it says, like, five miles back. Oh, emerge. Must yeah. please merge in X amount of miles. Oh, here's a frittata. I'm going to wait till the absolute last second. Well, hey, guess what happened on my way back this morning? There was two people that, oops, shit. There was two people ah. that, like, ran into each other, like, just they, they actually bumper hit? to bumper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, off to the side, all I'm going to do is just, like, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> so I actually had probably my, that's a pretty big pet peeve of mine. It is. But I had another big one. When I went down to Troy last week for work, I uh, I had a guy like way before the right-hand turn lane, like go over on the shoulder, kicking up dust everywhere, and probably for about a quarter mile drove around people. And I was turning right. There was a whole bunch of us that had our turn signal on, but were actually being fairly law-abiding. This guy goes just ripping by. Just peeved me right off. Just a pet peeve. And, of course, that starts a whole train of people who think, well, if he could do it, I could do it. People are idiots. They are. They're idiots. That's like the left turn lane when people, you know, there's obviously, if you look at an actual left turn lane, there's usually like a little break where you're supposed to turn into it. 
And those people that come flying up behind, and when you're trying to get up to the actual spot the where you're supposed doing? to get in the left turn, land at a corner. Yep. And they're flying up. I've seen it two different times. I've seen accidents where people were in it way early and flying, and somebody tried to get over like they should have, and boop. She gone. Boop. You'll have that. Beep. So I think we might try some video stuff this next episode. At oh. least for clips. Do we have the table space again? Uh, we're going to steal it. I think so. I will knock that shit down and kill them. You know, that's like the last thing I thought I'd ever see in this bar would be a chessboard. Chess set, yeah. Like, I was totally perplexed by that, especially by the people playing it, for that matter. Like, hey, they're trying ah. to bring culture in, goddammit. Like, wait, you know how to play chess? That's news to me. No. I watched. I know, I know you said you we're watched trying to, We're trying to bring culture by having all, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia references. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Talking Same about thing. whores and cranks. Whores. Would you like an egg in these trying times? <laughs> can I interest you in an egg in these trying times? That's it. You can. Frank's Pretty Woman was the name of that episode, if you want to look it up. That is a good one. Charlie just puking all puking blood all over. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I'm just sending a message here. Okay, well, I wonder what's going on. It's kind of a lull. No one Are never, we not allowed to not have dead air? I don't care. It's not my podcast. Sorry, that was aggressive. It's not my podcast. Well, it's odd that I, I don't talk as much, but when I don't talk, nobody talks. Because you're like the captain of the ship. You steer the boat. But Phil talks too much. I do talk too much. Allegedly. That is the reports we get. I had a bunch of people that talked to me about the podcast over the weekend. That's the number one thing that said is I talk too much. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I say that I did. It's like, oh, I can exit. I've been on my drive home, and some people text me and go, is Phil still talking? Phil <laughs> <laughs> well, is still talking. Why yeah. can I still hear this guy? What Nobody an knows. asshole. Yes. So how many of my notes did we go through here? Let's see. I still got one. Well, I feel like I jumped a gun a little two, bit there. Two, three, four. I still have four notes to discuss. Four line. We'll do that in a future episode. Yes. See, I like it. So, wait, how many minutes are we in? To the- uh, we're, we're at 50. All right, we, well, we we'll save for the next one. We got some time. I mean, or or we can get out of here. You know, either way is good for me. So, for either the second or third episode here, we went wine tasting yesterday. Oh, yeah, we need to discuss so that. So, we need to call... Silent like, hey, K, so you can share your experience because she because I mentioned the last time I went wine tasting with Phil and Asa, and that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> she's like, "Well, tell me about it." It's like, "Well, Phil's got to tell you about it because I can't describe what exactly he was feeling and what thoughts are going through his head because it was like bar none the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life." <laughs> so it, it entertained everybody there that day. It, well, because six women sit next to us, yes, right. <laughs> so yes, we must discuss that. Yeah, I, I have a wine tasting. Uh, you have a what? I have a wine tasting story as well. Perfect. We're going to share wine tasting stories in this next episode, everybody. This I like is going to be a pinky up episode. We're going to draw in a totally demographic, totally new demographic of listeners. We've never drawn this kind I of demographic. Can't. I got to the 50 minute mark. I can't talk anymore. You're like, I. That's all, folks. You'll have that. Jeez, old Pete. I feel like feel like one of them frittatas. Right. Soft-boiled frittata. I do want to mention, though, because it might come up later, I have a mystery scratch on my arm. Oh, Not sure no. how I got it. Uh-oh. 
I hope it wasn't in Carsonville. <laughs> I'll know. I'll know if it festers up. That place looked like a tetanus breeding hell. If I had a dollar for every time I've heard that, <laughs> you know, just just since Saturday. Now that you mention it, it kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah, there is more rusty metal in that park. What? And that's just on the kids' stuff. What? You'll have that. Just shove it in there. So, yeah. I like to save my best material for a Philizzini. <laughs> I hope he chokes on it. That's Adam's, like, diabolical plan right there. Oh, he's got full food of mouth, or a full mouth of food. Or, Jesus. Finally, it's a just mouthful the, of food. Man, there, I can't do it. The See, episode I can't where talk. Phil dies. The episode where I was going to talk, apparently. Good I didn't God. think that'd be 401. <laughs> Adam's just looking for an excuse to give Phil the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> or, right? mouth of, or mouth to mouth. <laughs> See? Never in Gay. any book are you ever going to see Gay. that <laughs> rescuing somebody from choking requires a rectal exam. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. You stick a finger up somebody's butt, they're probably going to react yeah, in some way. Yeah, you would spit that thing out pretty hey. quick. Probably very effective. That was the worst dentist appointment I've ever been to in my entire life. <laughs> worst dentist appointment ever. He says, bend over, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. The good news is you've got a big cavity down there. The bad news is it's supposed to be there. <laughs> Wait, I reversed that. drilling. Wait a minute. <laughs> How come when I go to the dentist, they give me paper chaps to wear? <laughs> right. And all chaps are assless, by the way, so... Yeah, so seeing assless chaps there is a redundancy. Yeah. Like my pants. <laughs> like, yeah. Is that it? Are you just buying chaps? <laughs> They're just going to be assless. <laughs> let's, just, let's just beat the rush. like, Or avoid, you know, just avoid the inevitable. Whatever. <laughs> for, the re- for the record, we did go jean shopping. I couldn't find any that I liked. I'm like, fuck this. She did say she was going to buy you some, uh, quote unquote, real jeans. But... There, uh. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> never mind. Her words, not mine. Are, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. So I I have a, uh, I have a question with your... I, I may have an answer. With not. your jeans that you have. Are you trying to start a trend of like an inverted thong? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a good thought, though. <laughs> Dude, I think you might be on to something. Shit, I'm going to go back before they get sewn back up. You're, That's the key. You're going to go to Amber Crombie. It's going to be those guys standing there, and they're just going to have a big old rip right down their ass. Oh, my God. Inverted thongs. I just, so, I just started modeling that. Oh, man, I could get rich in a hurry. So here's the thing, too. You just triggered my PTSD there. Oh, God. When I was a mall security guard, the Abercrombie guys. You were a mall security guard? Yes, I was. I did not know that. Yeah, it's Saginaw. Really? I'm all in Saginaw, which is yeah. Phil if, you're, if you're a white boy, you do not want to be a security no. guard in that mall. No. <laughs> so I'd get I'd get call after call whenever the the Abercrombie would have some of their employees just wandered around the front of the store with no shirt on and just jeans. They'd be young guys, not women. I mean, the women, I'd be all over it there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but anyway, young like guys, everybody be like, well, they need to put a shirt on. I'm like, ma'am. That's their store and their policy. They can do whatever they want. If they come out into the, the main, uh, you know, community aisleways, then yes, I can I can do something about it. But when they're in the store, I, I'm sorry, I, it's out of my jurisdiction. And then Phil had to explain how he's only slightly curious, right? And, you know. and like you know, I, I walk by there a bunch of times just to monitor the situation, and 
sometimes it's more difficult than others to walk because it's you know I'm a little little hard up for steps and and you know you, you so get, did you have to go buy some looser pants or I did I did yeah yeah you know I get a little dizzy sometimes and yeah yeah well I mean their nipples get hard too aren't they always hard well I think you know. So. And After they, the you piercings, know, yes. They'd always want to. Be- they'd always want to beckon me over because I was, of course, in uniform too. And yeah, <laughs> so it was just a mutual attraction thing. Yeah, they. Uh, it's tough. They're like, pat me down. That's right. You look like you want to frisk me. I did have handcuffs too, by the way. So holy oh, shit! Yeah. Were those for like throwing at somebody? <laughs> I do. Were they the fuzzy ones from Spencer's? <laughs> No, but that would have been great. Dude, that, that would be great. Outfit your security guard. You know, if I'm ever a security guard ever get it, I have uh, handcuffs. I'm going to get a fuzzy bear from Spencer that just carry those. Am I being arrested or am I being arrested? Arrested. <laughs> I do think for Halloween this year, we should the podcast should go as the cast from uh, The Nightman Cometh. Day man. Ah, <laughs> fighter of the night, man. Jesus. Ah. Where's oh, the boy? Awesome. <laughs> You've got to pay the troll toll to get into the boy's soul. Boy's hole? I think the rape scene went really well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, I think the rape scene went really well. I'm here right now. <laughs> I think the rape scene went really well. Dude, are you hard? <laughs> yeah, right? Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> Gotta pay the troll toll to get into the boy's hole. It's supposed they think I'm saying boy's hole, but it's it's really boy's soul. Boy's soul, right. But you're dragging the us. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm cla- singing it. Did you just write a whole musical so you could propose to the waitress? <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is That's one of the, the episode that really put that show on the map. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and have you seen the live version of it that they did? Yeah, they actually toured and did the yeah. the Nightman Cometh, yeah. It, it, amazing. Because there's extra to that that's not in the regular episode. Right. It, it's really, really Another good. Another one of my favorite episodes of all times, besides Charlie work, which is amazing, is uh, the, the band, or the uh, gang tries desperately to win an award. When yeah. Charlie comes out with the song, Go fuck yourself! <laughs> I love that fucking song. Is he that, spitting at them? Yes, he is. And they all start spitting at the people. There's a spider. Spider, spider, spider. Demon my soul. Soul, soul. Soul. <laughs> so good. You need to look that one up and we need to play that clip. I know it's on YouTube because I played it probably oh, yeah. about 500 times. We, we should we should go out to that before we our sh- outro. We'll go we'll got to go fuck yourself by Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's a very fitting way to end this episode. It's I can't wait. This is I have I have listened to this a lot. Oh shit. The one guy says when he starts. <laughs> Lovely water. You got it over there? Yep. All right, good. Without further ado, here we go. The song. The song. Turn this up. There is a spider. 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 It's deep in my soul. 
better when it's not the edited version. Go fuck yourself! This is the best part. Is he spitting? He's spitting. Oh, spitting at them. Is that the sign? sign? Spit! Spit! Hey, you! What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker! Damn. Of course, not to mention, he they locked him in the basement. And he comes out and he'd been huffing paint, so his whole face is silver from huffing paint. Early in the episode, they actually like had a whole discussion about how he should not write a song about spiders. Right. And yet, there Here we, we are. Go. So anyway, on that note... Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening to the PNA Podcast Express. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Brian, thank you for joining us. Featuring JTK, John Crazier with a C. With a C. Our featured guest. Silent was here, too, for moral support and feeding me chicken nuggets, which is great. Just yeah. shoving that meat in your mouth. That's right. So until the next, next episode, <laughs> make good choices.